is nedarm of mem zayin. We are by the top line on mem zayin amud aleph. Zokt the gemara. Ha'omer lachaver. The Mishnah said ha'omer lachaver vechunu. Meaning someone said to his friend, koinam lebeis chashani nechnes. He makes a nether that I will not go into your house or your field. I'm not going to buy. So we said if he dies or he sold it to someone else, meaning he's it's not his house anymore because it transferred ownership. So it's mutter, and this person's allowed to go into that house because he only said I'm not going into your house. But berega that it's not his house anymore. He's allowed to go in. The Mishnah continued and said, but he says, if he makes the nether against the house specifically, he makes it specifically about the house or the field. Nothing to do with this guy. Just, I will not go into this house. That's what his nether was. In that case, even if it transfers ownership, it doesn't matter. He made the nether about the house. The house is the same house. The field is the same field. And therefore, the nether is still going to apply even if it transfers ownership. So again, if he made it about your house, so as long as it's not your house anymore, you're allowed to go in. If it's about the house, then you're always going to be also to go into the house. Bye. Avimi. Avimi declared a shayla like this. Similar. So we saw in the Mishnah, if he makes another against himself, I will not go into this house. But what if someone says, You are not allowed to go into this house. Now this person owned the house, and of course he's able to say, you can't go into my house. But he said, you can't go into this house. So for sure he's not going to be able to go into the house. He made another against him, he can't have any enough from this house, let's say. So for sure he's not going to be able to go in the house while this person still owns it. But what if he died or sold it to someone else? He said, you are not allowed to go into this house. He didn't say my house, he said this house. So does he have the power to answer his house on someone else, even when it's not going to be his house anymore. So that's the Shaila of the Gemara. That's the Shaila of Avimi. So, what's going to be the din if he died or sold it to someone else and it's not his house anymore? He said, you can't go into this house. But what's the Shaila? Is a person able to answer something on someone else while it belongs to him for the point of time where even after it belongs to him anymore. Meaning if this person dies or sells it to someone else, it doesn't belong to him anymore. So is he able to answer this chayfetz, this house, on someone else even for the point in time when, it when it's not going to belong to him anymore? This is a shayla that came up also last week in the Gemara. But either way, that's what Avimi is clearing over here. We saw in the Mishnah Pashat, if he made the nether against himself, then it depends on what Lashon he used. But what if someone used the Lashon of Bayezeh, but he's answering it on someone else? So does Bayezeh continue after he doesn't own it anymore? And he's able to answer you on this house even after he doesn't own it anymore? Or not? Tashma, Amarava Tashma. Rabbi says, I'll bring you a raya. The Mishnah says, Someone says to his son, Koinam she'i atanenali. You cannot have any anah from you. A father makes another against his son. He cannot have any anah. The father dies. Here, Shenu, he could inherit him. Why? Because the father's dead. And therefore, he doesn't own the nechassim anymore. And therefore, the son is allowed to benefit from these nechassim. Bechayev, uvemaisa, however, if the father said, you can't have any benefit from me while I'm alive, and even after I'm alive, after I die, umes, and then he died, the son cannot inherit him. What do we see? That the father was able to ask for his son from these nechassim even after he died, meaning after, even after it's not in his rishus anymore, he still answered the son from these nechassim. So we clearly see shmamina. It's a raya adam ayser davar shemershusay lechajetzim rishusay shmamina. It's a clear raya that a person's able to ask for something that he owns currently, even at the point in time he's able to ask for it on someone else, even for the point in time when it's not going to be in his rishus anymore. It's not nechassim. We have a mishnah over there later in the mesachta. Someone says, "I'm answering these pairs to me." 
makes an ender, I won't eat these pears. I'm not, I won't have any enough from these pears. Or uses a different lashon. Any of these lashonas, he asked the pears on himself. That's the point. The point of this Mishnah is that as soon as he makes these pears asr to him, not only is he asr in these pears, but he's asr bechilufehen uvegidulehen. Chilufehen is anything they were switched out for. Let's say you sold the pears for money. So he's also going to be asr to that money. That's the chilupin, anything, and chalipin, anything it was changed with. Chilufehen, he sold it for money. So now that money takes on the status of the pears. He asked himself from the pears. So therefore, he's also going to be asr to the money that came from the pears. And gidulehen, also gidulehen, which is the pears that grow from those pears. Let's say you planted those pears and you had more pears because of it. He's going to be usher to those as well. So, by Rami Marhamas. So, Rami Marhamas' child was like this. Amar kainim pears ayilu alplaini mau bechilufeinu. What if he didn't make that nether about himself, but he made it on someone else? He said, That these pairs should be usher on, on plainy. And he owns these pairs. He's able to do that. He's able to make them usher on someone else. And he makes these pairs usher to plainy, to his friend. Okay. Can his friend have enough from the chilufin? So the Mishnah takes on his part, the Gemara takes on his Pasha, by the way, that the Gidulim, for sure, anything that grows from those pears in this case, are going to be also, are also going to be Asr. That takes on the status of the actual pears. But over here, when he made his pears Asr to his friend, what if he went ahead and sold his pears and now he has money? Is that money going to take on the status of pears? Just like in the other case we said, even when he makes the nether to, about his friend, that his friend can't have any enough from these pears, is the money, the Chilufin, anything you change it for, anything you barter it for, is that going to take on the same status of the pears that his friend is also going to be Asr? What's that stuff? Then me, Amrin, and do we say the first side would be to look at it like this? Gabi delay as it relates to him when he makes the nether for himself. Since a person is able to make someone else's pairs usher to him, right? I could say that Reuven's pairs should be usher to me. So too, that's why in that case we saw before, a person is able to usher even a meaning even the chilufin, even something that you didn't switch it for yet, the money it's going to be switched for, you could also usher that to yourself. And that's why we say in that case, when you usher those pairs to yourself, even the chilupin, even the money, the, the chilufein, even the money that it gets switched for is going to be usher to you. A lot to my on yourself. But I can hear why it would be different the gabe your friend. What if you say that my pair should be usher to this guy? So gabe your friend, gabe a person's not able to usher someone else's pairs on someone else. I can't say um, let's say I'm Reuven, I can't tell Shimon that Levi's parents are Asr to him, that has nothing to do with me, so therefore, so maybe the same way that he can't do that, he also can't Asr i.e. the Chilufehen, anything it's switched out for on his friend, and therefore, in a case where I say, my parents should be Asr to you, maybe the, chilu, the, the Chilufehen, when I sell them, and I have the money instead, maybe that should be mutter to that person. So that's the first side we would look at it. Oh, Dilma continues the Gemara. Or maybe we should look at it not that way and we should say like this. Mishum de chilufin kigidulin. No, chilufin is just like gidulin. Just like gidulin dami. Meaning the chilufin, anything you change it for, you sell it for money, you barter it for a different product. Anything that came because of it is just like gidulin. It's just, it's looked at it just like Paris that grew from the Paris itself, which has the dinner of the Paris itself. And therefore, it doesn't matter if it's him himself that made the nether on himself or it's hit that he made the nether on his friend and it's going to be also to him. So how do we look at this? Someone says to his wife, that 
you can't have any hano from me. How do you do this? A person has shibudim to his wife. So the Ran explains, like we've had this before, but he has to do it. You have to make an ukimta where he made this nether during the erison. If he made it during the erison before the marriage was 100% complete, then it's going to be hal. Either way, he makes an nether that she can't have any hano from him. So what does she do? She still has a way how to get hano from him indirectly. What does she do? She could borrow money from other people. And then the balichavim, the people who lent her the money, they could come and demand the money from the husband. And this is an indirect way that it's going to work. Says the Gemara, my time. My time. My time from why are the Balichem able to come back to the husband and and uh, get paid from him? Isn't it because of this idea, Gufa, that the Chilufin, the this money that the lady's borrowing, we're looking at as the Chilufin over here. Instead of the Nechassim over here, this money came in place of it. And that's why she's able, that's why these Bali Chavin are able to demand the money from the husband, because they're the Chilufin. And she was, and they were, they were able to do this because Chilufin love ki Gidun Dami. It's not considered like Gidun. It's not considered like the pairs that actually come from those pairs. It's considered something else. And therefore, it's indirect. Or rather, we just look at it that the chilufin are not considered like the gidulim, and therefore, when someone makes a nether that his wife can't have any enough from him, the chilufin don't become usher also, and that's why she's able to take this money, and that's why they could demand him back from him because the chilufin are not considered like the actual gidulim that he made the nether about. And if so, the din should be the same when someone says by our question that payros, these payros should be usher to pliny. How, sh- how should we look at it? That the chilufin are going to be mutter, not like the gidulim. Says the Gemara, Amar no. Rav explains that it's not really right because domelach Maybe in that case, really, this case of the wife where she's able to borrow money and they could demand the money back from the husband, this is really the way we read it. It's not, it's not so clear in the Gemara, but that you shouldn't do But if you did it, okay. What this basically means is the Mepharshim explained that this is more indirect. First, she takes the money. And then it was swapped. And then they could go demand the money back. And that's not like our case when you literally took these payers you made the nether about and swapped them with something else. That's direct. So this is more indirect. First she takes the money, and therefore maybe it's going to be different in this case. Ella Tashma, so I'll try to bring a different right. Hamakadish Barlo. Someone makes someone who's Makadish's wife with Arlo. Arlo is Usr Behano. And it's not and it's not really valuable, so it doesn't really work. And Nadimakadesh. She is not Mikudesh, it does not work. What if Mahran, you sold the Arla, the Kiddush Midaman, and you were Makadesh her with that money? Her is Mikadesh. She is Mikadesh, and now it works. So what do we clearly see? That we're assuming that the Chilufin, what's the Chilufin over here? What do you switch it out for? You switched out the Arla with the money. Now the Arla doesn't work, the money does work. Must be that the Chilufin is not like the thing itself, and therefore we have a raya that also be here. The chilufin shouldn't be usher mishum the nether because it's not considered like the gedulin. It's not considered like the thing itself, or even the gedulin. Says the gemara, no, because the over here also we can answer like we did before, or a little bit different actually. That again we have to translate these words. Over there, it's going to be different. We're going to say that we look at it the way we look at it is you're getting hanaf from the isha, meaning it's indirect. Again, it's an indirect case, and that's why it would be different over here. How is it indirect? Because you are getting hanaf from this Isha, who you got using this money, which was also like the, the money came from the Arlo, which was also by But it's very indirect because it's from the Isha. The Isha came from the money. The money came from the Arlo. In this case, it's very indirect. And that's why it wouldn't necessarily be a Raya. Zot the Mishnah. Harini Olecha Cherem. Cherem, as we know, is another lesson of a nether. And he is making... His friend, or however he says, uh, is another lashon of another, and you could use this to make a chalais. Over here he says, Harini I am to you a chayrim, meaning I'm like hektish, and you can't have enough from me. Someone makes another to his friend that he can't have any anah from him. You can't have enough from me. So the Allah is a mudur asr. The one he made the nether about is asr to have enough from him. Very simple. Hare at alai What if he says, you 
are usher to me, meaning I can't have any enough from you. So very simple, Hanoider usher, the one who just made this nether, now he's usher to have enough from you, because that's the nether he made. What if he said, I am to you and you are to me, meaning we're both usher, but not to each other, you can't have any enough from me, and I'm, and I'm also making a nether that I won't have any enough from you. They're both usher to have enough from each other. However, they are both going to be mutter with the things that the Eilei Bavel made. This is going to be clear in, 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 in like a minute in the Mishnah. But in the things that the Eilei Bavel made, those things... When the Eilei Bavel built those things in the city, for example, they were completely mafkarit for all of Klal Yisrael to use, and therefore it's not shayach to anyone, and you're not going to be, you don't have to be worried that this person you're not allowed to have enough from has a little chilek in that thing, so you can't benefit from it. No, they're both mutter to use the things of the Eilei Bavel. But if they both live in the same city, they are usher to use the common areas of that city. Why? Because everyone in the city has a chilek in those common areas. And if you use, let's say, the bathhouse, the Mishnah is going to about to give examples, but if you use the bathhouse, Bathhouse. This guy you're not allowed to have enough from, he actually owns part of the bathhouse, just like everyone else in the city, and therefore you, it comes out that you have enough from him, and therefore they're going to be usher to use anything in that city. What are examples of things that Oile Bavo made that are going to be mutter to use? Like a bar that's in the middle of the derech. Those are considered things that you are able to use because that's hefker for everyone. What's considered things of that city that you're not going to be able to use because the person you are not allowed to have enough from owns a chalik of it? Like the town square, the merchat and the bathhouse, the knesses, the shul, the hateva, the beam of asfarim, and the asfarim, the koisiv. So the Mishnah says, you want an Eitzah how to do this? It's going to become the Gemara. This is going to be the Maskanas Gemara. But basically, the, the Gemara starting off is not going to understand this line, but we're going to explain it according to the Maskana right now. If the person you're Asr from writes over his share in these common areas to the Nasi, he writes it over that, oh, my interest in these common areas should, be, should belong to the Nasi, then... It's going to be mutter. It's going to be mutter for this person. You're, you're going to be able to use that thing because the person you're not allowed to have enough from, he doesn't really own it anymore because he wrote it over to the Nasi. That's going to be the way to fix it. Rabbi Yehuda, I'm Rabbi Yehuda said, Echot kaisa v'nasi v'echot kaisa v'hediyot. You could write it to the Nasi or you could write it to the Hedyot. It's a regular person. It doesn't really matter. Ma bein kaisa v'nasi the kaisa v'hediyot. Okay, but what's the difference between writing it to the, the Nasi or the Hedyot? Shakaisa v'nasi ain't sarach lezakis. Lehediyot sarach lezakis. Because if you write it to the Nasi, you don't really have to do a formal kinyan. But if you write it to a Hedyot, you really have to do a it doesn't matter if you're writing it to the Nasi or the Hadiyot, it doesn't matter, and they both need a Kenyan. You want to know why the Mishnah said Nasi? It was Stam. They were, they were saying, the Mishnah was saying what was normal to do. If you're going to write it to someone who was the Nasi, he would probably not scam you out of it. He doesn't really have an interest in your little Chilik in it, but if you write it to someone else, he might say thank you very much and go on his way. So therefore, the Mishnah only used the word Nasi because that was the normal thing to do. The people who lived over there, they, they do not write, need to write over their chilek to the Nasi if this situation happens where they're Asr Bahana. Why? Because their, their fathers, their forefathers, already wrote it all to the Nasi for them. Now, what's this question going on? This question is going on the line in the Mishnah that said, Now, if you read the Mishnah, we, we explain it according to the Maskana. But if you read the Mishnah, it was listing things that are shaykh to the city, shall ha'ir, that you're not going to be able to have enough from if someone you're not allowed to have enough from lives in that city because he has a chilek in it. The Mishnah said, Kikoyin ar-chobah va'amrechaz va'besa kinesis va'teva va'sfarin and it continued and said, va'kaisi v'chokel anasi. 
And also, if you read your chelik to the nasi, now if you read it, there's a vav over there that connects it to the first thing we just said. So we're listing things you're not going to be able to use, and one of the things you're not going to be able to use is if you write your nechasim to the nasi. That doesn't really make sense. How do you even read that? What's that over here? And it says the gemara my mitzar. First of all, what does that mean at all? And why is it usher if you read it to the nasi? So Amar explains, like we explained before, This is what I meant to say. What are we supposed to do? Meaning, if there's a person in the city that you're not allowed to have an offer from, and he technically owns a chelik in these common areas, so what are we going to do? to be able to use these common areas and not benefit from him because you're not allowed to. You should write over your chilek on the, of these things to the Nasi. Now, the person who's not allowed to have from you is going to be able to use those things because your chilek belongs to the Nasi. Now, skip the parentheses. Everyone takes it out. Now, the Anshi Golot do not need to do this formal Kenyan because their, grand, their forefathers already did it for them and therefore everything belongs to the Nasi and the common areas do not, the regular people in the town do not have a chilek. So even if there's someone you can't have an offer from, he doesn't have a chilek in these things in the town, and therefore you're going to be able to use it. Tanya, on this, on this note of Raisa, Rebuda says, Anche Golil Kantaranin Hoyu. They were very angry. They were angry people. They were quick to make nedarim against each other, and they would jump on each other really quick. And they would get into fights, and a little bit of a little bit of a tiny fight, they wouldn't be neither on one from another, and therefore it got very complicated because no one was able to use the common areas, because everyone owned the common areas jointly, and how could you go to shul? How could you use the bathhouse if this person you're not allowed to have an off from is, owns a chilek of it? So what they do, amdu avaysem, so their forefathers, when they saw this happening, they stood up, and they all rode over their chilek to the nasi, and therefore Everyone in the city nowadays, their forefathers already did it for them, and therefore, even if they're not there enough from each other, they're going to be able to use the common areas.